Uh, all right, welcome to episode seven, I believe, of Everything Hurts, right? Episode seven. I'm going to say episode seven. Yes. Um, and then you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Episode seven. We're here. We did it. If I, if you had told me five years ago that I would have seven episodes of a podcast, I wouldn't have believed you. But here we are, you know? Just really believed in myself. I manifested it. Uh, that's uh, what we're talking about a lot of that bullshit today, <laughs> manifesting all that stuff. I have uh, my guest Davina Joy on the we'll podcast. Manifest. We'll manifest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're feminists here, kind of. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so we talk about a lot of, uh, fucking, uh, I, I honestly, I don't even want to ruin it for you because, uh, you know, Davina's into a lot of crazy shit. So uh, just uh, enjoy the episode. Um, like, subscribe, rate, review, all that shit. You know the deal. Uh, Everything hurt, Hurts podcast. Share with your friends and enjoy this episode with Davina Joy. Everything hurts. Everything hurts. Fucking life sucks. Everything hurts. What's up, Davina? Hey. Hi. You're here with your face chain. I'm here with my face Nipples chain. out. Are my nipples In out? true Davina fashion. They could be. I mean, you're not wearing a bra. I never wear a bra. I know, which is great. Yeah, you shouldn't wear one either. But I'm saying, how are you surprised that your nipples are out? They're not out. Can you see them? <laughs> just that I one. just don't even think that, like, my nipple, like, I don't, I don't think my nipples show. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, when I'm cold, like, I definitely know that they're protruding, but, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, you're on, is that a hippie bullshit thing? Uh, <laughs> Davina's on hippie bullshit. She's very granola. She's also the most fucking psychotic person I know. <laughs> and I think you know what I want to talk about because this is well, fucking. Well, that might have changed since I started doing this. This is fucking wild, okay? Um, it's not wild. It's so wild. Like, you're going to have to explain this to me because. I, um, Davina started doing something that I guess is called, uh, urine therapy. Yeah. Yeah. Which is when you supposedly drink your own pee. You drink your pee. Yeah. Yeah. And not supposedly you actually drink. Your can, pee. can you, can you explain this to me? Um, well, it's new to me. Like eight months ago, a friend of mine sent me these slides on Instagram that had all this information about urine therapy. And it's an ancient practice that has been still country's practice. It's been practiced for thousands of years. Mm -hmm. And um, it's really medicinal, very healing. Like what comes out of our body, our urine that has been demonized. Um, <laughs> Isn't it the stuff that your body doesn't want? When no, like the waste that goes through your liver goes to your poop chute. And so urine is actually, if I'm remembering this right, it's like a blood plasma filtrate from mm -hmm. your blood. So it's like the cleanest substance that you have in your body that comes out. That's why if somebody gets like stung by a stingray, you pee on them because it's sterile. Right. So it's not, and it's filled with vitamins, salts, minerals, stem cells, antibodies, like from your own body that's been created as your own body. The reason mm -hmm. it goes to the bladder is that like your body has taken what it needs and it's kind of like leftovers, like it puts the leftovers there in your body, just like excretes it. But um, when you drink it back, uh, all I know is my experience. I don't know what other people, I mean, I know. Yeah, have you friends. seen any differences since oh you started my God. doing it? Major differences in my, the crazy thing is my mental stability and my emotional stability have been probably the most balanced that I've ever been in my entire fucking life which was not even like something that I expected. Uh, but I have two friends that did it. One of them, one is a friend of a friend, and this was a guy who apparently had like a horrid gluten allergy. He drank his first pee of the morning for a year, and his gluten allergy is gone. So the first pee is supposed to be the most potent. Right, that's why you take a pregnancy test with the first pee. Oh, is that what they say? Yeah, I've taken a lot of them. <laughs> 
It's not what yes, they say. It's have. from experience. <laughs> well, I not mean, honestly, not even because of and like I just have such high anxiety that like yeah. I always think I'm pregnant. I, like I could have not even had sex that month, and I'm like I'm pregnant for sure. <laughs> I used to be that way, fucking too. I definitely had those moments, but I never knew it was the first pee. I just fucking go get yeah. A it's supposed to be the first one. So the first one's the most potent one. It is harder to get down, but it's not hard to get down. Like I don't know. Yeah, what what's it is in what me. is it? What is the taste terrible have you no. tasted pee before this no okay yeah no not this for like a... kinky sex stuff or anything no okay. i mean i have i been peed on like in a shower like for sure who cares like i i yeah. wonder if because one time i did see like a, a thing about these like sex parties and and they were drinking pee i wonder if those people are super well, they probably they are. If they're drinking pee, they're super healthy. That's what I know. But uh, also, like I do it in a very pee, you are super, super healthy. healthy mentally and mentally, physically. physically no. I have no. I feel fucking fantastic. Um, <sighs> I and there's another a girl that I actually do know who had a horrid cat allergy, mm-hmm. and she for only one week drank her first pee of the morning, and she now has a pet cat. Yeah. Cat allergy cured. Dog. And you've inspired people to start doing this. I know two people that have started doing it. One of them is a friend from my ecstatic dance community. This guy's Stargazer. And we just saw each other on the beach on Sunday. And His Stargazer's Stargazer. <laughs> Shut up. It's what he goes by. I mean, I don't think it's on the fucking birth certificate, but I don't know. I haven't seen his birth certificate <laughs> and the community of people I'm in. Mm. It could be his real fucking name. But uh, he was, I was talking to him about it and he's like, there's two people, three. There's one that's like, fuck no, gross. I would never. Mm. There's one that's like, what? I've never heard of this, like kind of interested. And then the third's like, oh, really? I'm going to try it. You know, that's just like gung ho. And Stargazer was in that third because he had been feeling off. He's just like, I've been feeling off. And I'm like, yo, drink your pee. <laughs> um, but Candace Thompson, who is an amazing comedian, and she's just been a ride or die friend. Like I did combo, which is that frog medicine. That's like the frog secretion where they burn holes on you and they put the, the stuff on there and then you purge for 30 minutes and that changed my whole life too that's an amazing medicine to work with but uh i told her about it and she's like oh i'm gonna do that and then with those same people she like did psilocybin ceremonies with them so she's just like down like if i'm doing something for my health she's like i want to try it i'm down for it i did not think that she would be like yeah i'm gonna drink my urine but she she is and she talked about it on whitney cummings uh, podcast Mm -hmm. yesterday i think so i'm excited because that's gonna reach a lot of people i mean i know she's really into like she's got like a fucking 50 step skincare routine that she she, <laughs> she taught she's Connor not McSpadden. gonna need it anymore because fucking when you drink your urine it's like good for your skin your nails your hair your eyes like it's literally a medicine from your body made for your body that so but you don't you don't <laughs> You don't drink every time you pee. It's just one time no, a day. Well, no, is it once no, a day? Once no, a week? I've been drinking multiple times. A day. No, this is my 12th day. I've been drinking multiple times now. Like I'll drink before bed and I'll drink like first thing in the morning. I'll do my first pee, catch my first pee. But like some I people have a out. warm glass of milk before bed. Uh, you wind down with a warm, warm glass. glass of It's actually not piss. usually warm because I've been drinking like you don't the do it fresh. You let it go. The the stem cells like multiply and get stronger so like i have drank like 24 hour or just over 24 hour old pee um, so I've you put it like pee. you put it in a I have jar jars. and put it in the fridge Dude, no i don't put it in the fridge i haven't okay. refrigerated a pee yet wait so where I do put you put them put on it? my altar actually it looks like surrounded by my crystals oh my god my gems jesus christ so like my my ritual is I pee in the jar. I'll go sit outside with it in the sun for 11 minutes and 11 seconds. And I put intentions into it of just like receiving like the healing benefits, whatever it has to offer me, like gratitude for it. Uh, I meditate for 11 minutes next to it. um, And then later on, I drink like, yeah, then I for for the first pee in the morning, I'll drink that. And then I drink a liter of water. So all my other peas are like water. It's crazy. It's literally just like water. There's no taste to it at all. The first one in the morning's like salty. It's very salty and it's definitely like darker in color. I'm going to be posting. I took one video so far of me drinking my first pee and that was a day seven video. I'm going to be posting that next. So what was like, what was your reaction when you first? Well, day five was the first time that I drank my first 
first pee of the day because I had heard about it. A friend of mine told me was like, no, but the first one's the strongest and the most potent. And I was like, really? Like, fuck. Like, I'm still figuring it out. I'm going through my own programming and conditioning to like figure out how to like get through this. But there's everything in me and in my body is like, fuck yes. So like, no matter what my mind wants to create in stories, like my body is like, do this, right? So, um, so day five was the one where I drank my first pee of the day. And that first sip, I was like, oh, I can't do this. And then I'm like, yes, you can, yes, you can. So I drank that whole thing. Because I'm drinking like eight ounces, six to eight ounces, mm-hmm. like when I drink it. It's not like a shot or a little bit. Like I'm, I drink whatever, like the amount of pee that comes out of me. Oh, is. my God. God. Except for the first time. Day one, I peed because I drank a liter of water. So I peed like 12 ounces and I drank eight of them. And then I didn't drink the other four. You can also put this like in your plants. Like what if you put your pee in your plants to water them, watch them flourish. <laughs> Why wouldn't you just directly pee into your plants? I mean, because it's going to get messier. Waste less like, water. You're going to have pee all over the place. And then I it's like it's more true. to clean up. Yeah. I mean, like, men can aim. And men can aim. Oh, yeah. and I also do have a go girl. Like, it's not a go girl. It's called a peace style. Oh, are those one of dick. those funnels that give you a... This one's like a hard plastic thing, and it's shaped over here. Like, you just put your vulva in it, and then just start peeing. And it, like, no matter how hard you pee, this is the most amazing camping tool. Any, every woman should have this. I was driving home from Arizona at Christmas and I like to drive overnight. So it was like three something in the morning. I stopped to get gas at some random fucking place and I walk inside and I was like, hey, can I use your bathroom? And he was like, oh, we're not doing that right now. I'm like, oh, you're not doing that right now. So I went to my car. I was parked in one of their parking spots. I pulled out my fucking peace style and I pissed in their fucking parking lot. Like I was like, fuck you. What do you mean you're not doing that right now? Like I got to go pee. So write your name on their wall. I wrote my name. I mean, I thought about doing it on the wall, but I was like, I'm just going to pee right here on the asphalt. I'm sure it's not the first pee that ever hit that asphalt, but maybe. You know, I mean, like, look, I, I'm not going to pretend to know anything about anything. And I am a 28 year old woman who looks 48. So, like, I probably look 40 fucking eight. I probably should do some weird shit. But like uh, do some weird shit, dude. Life is so short. I like, don't think I could. I have such a bad like gag reflex. Like if something even like kind of grosses me out, like I will gag. Me too, dude. I cannot hear or see someone hawk a loogie. It will make me fucking want to puke like i my gag reflex probably from sucking dick has definitely gotten a little stronger i mean it's been a long time since i have but i do think my gag reflex has gotten stronger from that um but i still like gross shit is gross shit but that's the different like i i was never looking at this as like this is gross shit like from eight months ago when i read the first information i read about this Every time I would pee after that, I'd be like, am I wasting medicine? Because it's called, like, in India, it's called Shiva, Shivambu. Um, I've heard it called, like, Golden Rain of Shiva, the Elixir of Life. So, like, there's, like, when you start thinking of it in a different way, like anything, you change your perspective, you change your mm-hmm. mentality behind it. It's just mind over matter. And that first sip, like you can see in my first, my day one, I mean, I was just like, I was listening to this podcast uh, my friend had sent me and was like, I saw this and thought of you. And it was called like the life changing magic of drinking your urine. And so I was listening to it and 20 minutes into an hour and a half podcast, I stopped it and I was like, today's a day. I was like, what day is it? Cause I'm a numbers person. And it was one twenty two twenty two. I was like, dude, Today's the day I drink my fucking pee. Well, if you ask me, uh, you're insane. <laughs> you're in, you're insane. <laughs> okay. There um, are so many pee puns. I like to think of myself as a pioneer um, of this new movement. <laughs> there are so many pee puns. I was thinking about starting a like a business where I can hold space and like help people like get into urine therapy. And I'm like, but what would I be called? And I'm giving this credit to my friend Dana May was like, you're a urine, urine therapist. <laughs> I'm a therapist. Oh, okay. Instead, because there's like a, a pee in it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, a therapist. Mm-hmm. I get it. Okay. <laughs> Therapy. I think there would have to be some like dashes in between. Well, I spell urine therapy, T H E R A P E E. No, like I spell therapy yeah. for that. Oh, okay. P-E-E. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. would work. Yeah. Um, I, I, look, look, let me go to something a little less crazy. Um, 
there you that? are also you're you're a big like meditator yeah can yeah. i can i ask what that's done because i i've started doing it and like i i feel like it's such an la thing where people are like you gotta meditate man but like it's so helpful <laughs> and it and it um i just i what I have think you that experienced from too. it what has it done for you um for me i mean I, i've talked about this a little and it's that like i um have both anxiety and depression and they say that like depression is when you're like ruminating on the past and anxiety is when you're worried about the future right and so it kind of just brings me into the moment it yeah. also i have like really bad back pain mm. and neck pain okay and um i have found ones that are supposed to their body scans like they have you scan your body and it um that's supposed to help with pain and they really do especially if i'm just like laying flat on my back on the floor and is kind that of your process like how do you meditate do you ever yeah. sit up and do or are you always laying down i used to sit up but because of the pain thing it feels really good to lay on the floor yeah. and so i'll just lay on the floor and i also started um seeing this woman who Ooh. over <laughs> not, not <laughs> seeing this woman seeing this woman for uh um, individual like yoga and meditation stuff. Oh, okay. And um, she's really great. She does like somatic, yeah, um, stuff. So she would have me lay on the floor and and do that kind of stuff. So I I started doing it that way. When did you start doing this? Um, probably a month or two ago. And um, you're already seeing like big. Results. Yeah, when I, I was in like really bad pain and I was um super sad and anxious all the time and my boyfriend who went to rehab this was a lady that worked at his rehab okay so um yeah i started she he was like you should just try try seeing this yeah lady and so i i did it and it and it really um it has helped whenever i'm just in pain also with sleep i do it right before bed you meditate um, before bed yeah so How that because i have really bad I, I have trouble getting to sleep, yeah. and it's mostly because as soon as my head hits the pillow, um, I have a million thoughts going in my head. Right. So right. I just need to like calm my brain before I go to go to what's sleep. What's the like? What's <clears throat> your regimen? How long do you meditate for usually? Um, usually, I mean, I started out with like twenty minutes, yeah. um, and then before That's still a lot. I mean, before bed, I try to five. do an hour. Fuck yeah, Nicole! Yeah. Why am I out of the loop of all of this awesome well, I shit know, that you're fucking I know, doing? I know you do like fucking twelve hours sometimes. I do not do twelve hour <laughs> meditations. Uh, I mean, the most I've ever done in one sitting is three, and I've thought about doing like the Vipassana ten day meditation retreat. I mean, you can't talk, you don't even like look at people, you can't journal, you don't do anything. Right, Jessica Michelle Singleton, I think, did something like that. You do like yeah. Oh, did she? You wake up at like four a.m. You meditate. I think you have breakfast, you meditate, you go for a walk, you meditate. Like, it's like all day of meditating. I'm sure that you go to bed early since you're waking up at 4 a.m., but I'm a talker. Like, that for me is more, can I not talk for 10 days? Like, not a word. Absolutely a not. Absolutely not. <gasps> what, can a, you not, what the can fuck? Can you not talk for 10 seconds? Yes, I oil pull every day for twenty minutes. Oh, okay. So you just gotta put because I have oil just, in my you mouth. You just gotta put something in her mouth, and she'll shut up. I mean, when I meditate, I don't talk, but I usually do an hour um, to two hours. I'm part of this um, like virtual community called Sita Maha Yoga, like meditation community, and dude, they are the most incredible fucking people. That has been life changing as well. That's been really huge. Um, but when What's it we called? do is Sita S I D D H A Maha M A H A. Mm -hmm. um, they're gonna be doing another week in in April, and you only get in by people referring you. So like you know somebody who's done it, then mm -hmm. you have an application, and then they invite you to be in. It's a week long, and you meditate. Uh, like twice a day for an hour once in the morning once in the evening you have a satsang with this guru named guruji and he's amazing and it's a whole they have the flow and the the whole thing is down so well like the way that they organize it and what what they show up and what they give and what they offer but they amazing. let you out after a week 
It's not that you get let out or it's let in. I mean, it's a Zoom. Right. Like, okay. you can never show up again, but, like, you could not show up for a year and then show up to, like, because once you're a returning Sadak, a Sadak is, like, a seeker. So mm-hmm. they we're all Sadaks. Uh, and so once you return, like, you could be gone for a year and then be, like, sign up, like, hey, I'm going to be at the next retreat. And they'd be, like, welcome home. Like, there's no... The, the community is so amazing and the way that they hold space and the way that they just like show up in love and support is is beautiful. So that has been has been really helpful, too. But I'm so glad you're like committed to meditating. Have because you, you know, it changes like there is something to it. Yeah. Ha- have you um, always been into this stuff or was there like a breaking point where you were like, I need to do something different and started getting into more spiritual meditation uh. i mean the urine therapy is probably where i was like at a breaking i've always been depressed as well and i guess i've had anxiety i just never looked at it i get anxiety but like i will think of something that i want or think of something like in the future and and get like obsessive about it and be like fucking crazy about it and like I can't let it go and it will be very hard for me to like let go of it and uh even up until when I was doing urine therapy like I would still have my moments of like being really obsessive on on things that I want or like someone I want to see or like someone I want to hear from or whatever you know like if I'm expecting something expectations are the fucking worst mm-hmm. um and so I like really being able to tap into like not having expectations is a huge thing but um, oh that's my whole life baby <clears throat> I know <laughs> I I'm always my my like people People in my life actually get upset at me for it where they're like why are you I'll apply I'll apply for like a writing job yeah and I'll just be like oh it's dumb I don't even want it I probably won't even get it and they're like why are you you always say that and then if you don't get it you're very upset so like why are you saying this when you know you don't mean it I'm like because then if I don't get it it seems like I didn't care if I got it. Right, and if I get also, it, it's just a pleasant surprise. If you don't have expectations, also if you don't you get it, maybe you created the story, like tap into because what we say is really important. And I used to do that too, right. like expect the worst, but hope for the best. Right. And I think that's a really fucked up, actually, like way that we tell people to start living life. Because I took that in. I remember being younger and taking that in wholeheartedly being like i'm gonna expect the fucking worst of everything and everyone and then if anything works out like cool and i honestly think i've created a lot of hardships because i was tapped into the frequency everything is consciousness everything is consciousness it's all made of frequency it's all made of energy so like what you say and what you then start to subconsciously and unconsciously believe is like the paths that you're good the opportunities that you're going to tap into like you may say i want this job but if unconsciously you don't think you're deserving like the universe is like cool then you don't think you're deserving and it might not you might not get that opportunity well, i think i started out the opposite and then went i think when i was younger i was very golly gee everything is great <laughs> Uh, everything's gonna turn out I'm gonna I'm gonna live my dreams and I'm gonna fucking when did that change for you then because I know like in your 20s you were in my 20s (laughs) but like was there a moment um there were a lot of moments I think that led up to it where I just was very disappointed by a lot of stuff and people who disappointed me people who I thought were um you know who I trusted who just like fucking stepped on my heart and then like uh that fucking heart and and uh yeah just I I think that I realized I shouldn't expect a lot of people I shouldn't like I should just kind of really stay to myself and not and not really expect um anyone to do anything for me or uh help me in any way or and I mean, I think that's been, and it's so funny because what a turn you've had. Like, I think that you're really good at receiving. I would assume now that you have people that definitely like help you. Oh, I've had people fucking help me all the time, and try, I, I, I try to pay it forward as well. I was talking about it the other day that there were times in my life where if I didn't have comedians letting me stay with them for free or you know doing certain things like that, I, yeah. I don't know what I would have done. And in turn, in your car, probably. <laughs> yeah. In turn, right now, I'm doing stuff like that for other people. So, it um, I do think that there is a give and take <clears throat> of Absolutely. it. But as far as expecting things, 
Um, I, I've learned to kind of never expect And that's anything. why it's like, it's don't expect, like, be detached from, like, okay, I'm applying for this writing job. If I get it, fuck yes. If I don't get it, fuck yes. Because if I'm not getting it, there's another opportunity for me that this would have blocked. Like, it's a trust that we have to start to build. And this is where I'm at because I trust no one and nothing except the universe, even when I'm, like, at odds with the universe. I used to think that was such bullshit. I used to get mad at my mom because she would do stuff like if we were going to get ice cream and the ice cream store was closed, she'd be like, I guess it wasn't meant to be. And I was like, no, we go to a different ice cream store. What the fuck are you talking about? Well, that is probably a cop out as a parent. God, mom. Like, uh, yeah. No, but it, but I do. <laughs> I used to get so mad just when she would say stuff, and she would say stuff with other things in life too. Like if I got rejected for a certain college or whatever, she was like, oh, I, "If it just wasn't meant to be," and I'm like, "That's not a thing. You make stuff happen, or you don't make stuff happen. There's no meant to be. You make stuff happen in a sense of like you work for the opportunity like you filled out the college application you right. did all the work and steps but if it was meant to be you would have been applied like well i have had a, a lot of things happen <clears throat> where something didn't work out and because something didn't work out later on i did end up doing something that was better and and then it's that's hindsight. happened enough times now that i'm like maybe there's something to it yeah um, and the thing is getting a gratitude practice like when something doesn't go your way this becomes hard but this i think is what helps in falling into the trust of like what is happening that when something is not going my way sometimes i have to be like okay what am i grateful for about this not working out and then there's this one practice i think i've talked to you about totally possible before i don't know if i have but it's this practice from this guy kyle sees who's like a transformational comedian oh right i know that <laughs> you're super into that guy i don't really know and what he does but yeah that was where i mean i guess you could equate it to like a tony robbins kind just a self-help like mm -hmm. self-help but he's a funny dude and totally possibles are like let's say there's something that you want or that you're waiting for whatever you just start going through all the infinite because there are infinite amount of possibilities in front of us literally everything could it's totally possible a plane could crash into this building right now and we could all die it's totally possible that we're gonna leave happy and safe and healthy and everything's great but like um, let's say you want something, you, you just start going through like, okay, for you applying for a writing job, like it's totally possible that I hear back from them and I don't get the job. It's totally possible that I hear back from them. I don't get that job, but they have another job. See, that's my brain better. always goes to worst case scenario. <laughs> totally. But not even just, that. not just what if something bad happens? What if the absolute worst happens? And like you got to acknowledge every that day. Too. I'm like, I, every day I'm like, what if my mom dies? <laughs> like it just, it, that's, that's where my anxiety is weird been because at. you look at it as like this anxiety thing, but there's something in that that is prepping you for the worst case scenario. You know what I mean? So like with the totally possibles, you go through the worst case scenario too, because the whole thing is about being completely unattached to all the possibilities that could happen yeah and also living through how that would feel already in your body so that if it were to happen you're kind of like okay like i can handle this it's about being able to handle everything that's being thrown at you i was so watching I, ice bath i was watching something about dreams and like why we have them obviously they don't know right. they don't know absolutely but they were giving a bunch of different possibilities and one of the possibilities was like nightmares like prepare you for the worst possible like worst scenario case. Um, totally possible yeah like if you have a dream that you're being fucking chased by a line maybe that's not something that would happen now but you know i a mean long, it's long totally ago. possible you could be on a safari in africa and you guys are walking around and i mean i'm not doing that i'm not you doing or, that fuck why? that you wouldn't get out of here i'm not a nature person <sighs> what that's sad i know <laughs> But I just, I can't. I Maybe can't do Maybe if you nature. start drinking your urine, you'll love nature. I'm not a urine person either. <laughs> I mean, I was not a urine. I don't know that there's urine people. I think, you know. I don't know. Yeah, there's de there's am. definitely urine people. Go on the internet. There's, <laughs> <laughs> there's urine people. Urine people, but not like necessarily ingesting urine. But maybe, I mean, I don't know. Because I don't look at this as like, this isn't a sexual Could you snort thing. it? Could you can put it up your nose. Oh my God, and, I was like, kidding. No. <laughs> That was another video can that I've seen about it, it that can you, you can like snort it like a neti pot and that it will reset like I think it's called the vagus, vega nerve, vagus nerve. I, I've heard nose. of that nerve. Uh, um, yeah. And like people that have like constant sinus infections, constant allergies, things of that nature. Like, yeah, you can 
snorted up. Bathe I haven't in done it? a snort. Yeah, I'm, yeah. There's because the guy so <laughs> who was on the podcast that I watched that I got me to finally I just keep going back drink. to the pee because it's so crazy. <laughs> he says he hasn't bathed in two years. Like, he uses pee to clean himself, and that's all that he uses. And you know I don't him? Know, I don't know him. And I okay. reached out to him because I had a couple of extra questions about, like, is there too long to let the pee sit before you drink? I, think I have, I have questions like a, about how he smells. He says that everybody always, like, they'll meet him and be like, oh, you, like, he's gotten compliments about smelling good. And he'll be like, oh, cool. I haven't bathed in however long and I use pee for whatever. And then people change their story. I'm not there. I don't know. I've, I've never heard, met the guy. Well, I've heard that about deodorant, which I've never been bold enough to try. But I heard, like, if you just don't use deodorant, then after a while, you just don't I mean, I wonder how smell. long that while would be because I definitely know that, like, I've even tried natural ones and like I've never tried to just not use anything for a long time. But I know some people from like my ecstatic dance community that they definitely can't be using deodorant and they they definitely have a pungent smell like when it gets hot and when they get sweaty, whatever, you know, I'd heard it and I didn't believe it. And then there was a line in that show Big Mouth where uh, she was like, you smell so good. And my Rudolph's character, that's like the big sexy monster was like. It's because I don't wear deodorant and I only take bubble baths. Bubble baths. <laughs> uh, I can't do but That's bad for, the, I think that's bad for you, bubble baths, right? No. Why would it be bad for you? Because, well, I, I guess ca- it depends on what you're using. I also am just very sensitive to treatment. fragrances. Oh. But, um, yeah. I, uh, like your, all your skin or just like your vulva? <laughs> think i've ever put it like directly on i mean you soap your vulva right well yeah but um no just in general if i use like face wash with fragrance in it if i use laundry detergent with fragrance in it it, like oh i guess you could tell me if i smell like pee or not because i have been using it as a toner as well a toner for your face yeah oh my god like you have pee on your face right now uh, did I tone my face after washing it today? I did. Okay. But I also, then I, you put on your other products. <laughs> Why are you looking away? <laughs> I, I'm giving, I'm giving Brian that sitcom. See. I'm giving Brian that sitcom. Saw, what the fuck? <laughs> I saw, I saw both of you guys traitors against me, but neither one of you saw me and we're like, Davina, you smell like pee. Like it's when no. I've sprayed it on, I'm like, this is so weird that it. Does. And I'm not using like a first pee of the day though. I've thought about doing that for before bed, um, but this one is like a, a, a after a liter of water, so there's not a strong smell to any. Dude, my pee doesn't smell like. Pee. I don't know what your pee smells like, or Brian's pee smells like, or anybody's. Look, pee I don't. Here's the thing: like. I don't drink water. I'm very dehydrated. <laughs> I I used to be like this has helped me a lot. Like I'm. I, an, a liter of water first thing in the morning, I'm really bad about drinking more than that. Like, and I want to try to get to like three to four liters a, a, mm-hmm. a day. I do feel like you could convince people to do pretty much anything. Like, because first of all, you're an attractive person. I feel like attractive people, that's why influencers are all like super hot. And then they're like, oh, well, if I do what you do, then I'll be attractive. And uh, also you're just, you're very... Um, you believe in what you're saying. When um, I am passionate about something, yes, for sure. Here's the thing, though. I'm not trying to convince anybody to do anything. I'm a, I'm Davina Joy. I'm here trying to get through life the same way everybody else is. Right. I'm going through whatever experiences that come my way because I feel like you're someone who tries a lot of things but you do I, like I do. ice baths it doesn't matter if it hurts if it if oh it's God, cold so as painful. fuck if it's you're just like just do something but ice baths are the most transformational like instantaneously transformational experiences that you can have they're they're amazing their uh, ice baths are incredible and it's it's about putting yourself let me finish the last thing because all I'm saying is I just plant seeds. Like I just share my story, whatever I feel like I want to share. If somebody's interested and they reach out to me, but I'm never like, you have to drink your urine now. Like I'll hold you down. I would love for the entire world to go. I want to try a week, five days. I felt a difference like day one. Mm-hmm. Like I could feel electricity like going through my body. It made me want to sit in meditation and like, be with myself and like it it was just a really powerful experience and so I think two three days five days a week you're gonna be like because at first I did this and I was like I'm gonna do eight ounces for seven days I'm on day 12 and then a friend of mine who started in December which was another here's what I know about the universe I'll hear about something and then all of a sudden 
this is for everybody. If you hear about something and then all of a sudden it keeps showing up, it keeps showing up, it keeps showing up, the universe is trying to tell you something, like to do it, right? Mm -hmm. So the urine therapy was one of the things. I heard about it eight months ago when my friend sent me those slides and I read those slides and I literally sent her a message. I go, I could never drink it, I can never snort it, but maybe topically. Like if you have a cut, you can put urine on your cut, it's gonna fucking heal it faster. If you have a rash, if you have people use it in their hair, like whatever. Um, and after that point, all of a sudden I'm hearing about urine therapy in random places from random people like all the time. So I'm like, okay, Davina, like this is something that I need to be putting some attention towards. And I wouldn't even put a lot of attention towards it, but every time I peed, I'd be like, am I wasting something special? Like, is this something special? And now it's like, dude, I have like three jars of fucking urine at home right now. <laughs> it's are, kind of getting out of Are there. you also an ayahuasca person? I've done ayahuasca. I did it in September, October of 2018. Um, I am connected to a church out here where I could do it again. I might, I, I'm thinking about doing it again, maybe in April. They actually have a couple this month that sounded like really good because this, they do kind of a theme thing with this church. Mm -hmm. um, and the guy who leads it has been doing Aya for over 10 years and he's done it in South America with all different tribes and he's kind of created his own like thing. Um, I hear that he gets a really powerful one too. I like ayahuasca. What was your experience with that? Like I, I'm very, I'm I feel like I talk to a lot of people who are like, I've kind of always wanted to try it, but I'm scared and I don't know like what the, processes like and what all what all experience my experience was pretty gentle i feel but i went into it just being like give me the most profound but intention is everything in literally everything that we do like that's why i set intentions into my urine that's why i set intentions in practically everything that i do and so with aya like it's setting intentions is very important but you're gonna receive what she knows grandmother knows that you need anyway um so like you can ask for a small amount but if you're supposed to have a 10 experience you're gonna have a 10 experience on a small amount and if you ask for a 10 amount and then you are supposed to have a small experience you're going to get a smaller one you know so grandmother's like working with you and knows what you need but it was very like gentle and beautiful um I i've heard of people like throwing up black stuff i purged and it was definitely dark but it wasn't like black like it you know which i'm surprised because i did before i did combo i ate whatever i wanted whenever i wanted i didn't give a fuck uh, definitely saw like fluctuations in my weight and stuff and, and probably into my health, I'm sure. But like after doing combo and you see your purge and then they tell you like, oh, you have like a lot of candida, which is like yeast. And that comes from like too much dairy, too much sugar, processed foods, this and that. You're like, ugh, like I don't want that in my body. Yeah, so, I get like, that on my tongue. It's changes. disgusting. Yeah. Urine therapy. It changes everything. Like it literally changes. I have to even say that I've noticed, like I think my vulva health is healthier from urine therapy. Like I don't. You're the only person I know that uses the word vulva. Well, because I'm so influent, I'm so impressionable, and I watch the. I'm just the like show pussy. <laughs> I watched the show Goop where they talked about like the correct term is like vulva over is that, vagina. Is that a, is I that mean, the, I'll say cunt and I'll say other things. Is that like the that, Gwyneth Paltrow thing? Yeah, the Gwyneth Paltrow one, which she's not she like crazy my favorite. Too. Yeah, she's not my favorite <laughs> person, but her episodes are really fucking good. Like, mm -hmm. the show, I haven't seen, I think there might be a season two. I haven't seen it, but I, I will. Um, but she talks about the ice bath. I think episode two is like Wim Hof. Episode one was about psychedelics. Um, but she, she had this woman on who talks about like the vulva and how different all fucking pussies are pussy and uh just to normalize because there's so many women that we have such weird relationships with a pussy and then we expect men to like be really good with these pussies that we don't even necessarily care to fucking get to know like i just ordered two crystal wands and i have a i have two yoni eggs already but i got a rose quartz one that i've been feeling really called for rose quartz so that i can start like falling in love with and getting to know like my i don't know if i've ever had like an internal orgasm Mm -hmm. And like the clitoral, clitoral, clitoral orgasm is very like, it's like the fast food of fucking orgasms. Like that shit, like it feels good for a minute, but it actually drains you energetically. Like it doesn't empower you. It's not our sexual energy is like creative energy and to have internal orgasms is empowering. Whereas the other one's like, cool, I just want to get off, but it's not, it's not the same power. I think some people can't can't have them, no. they say that and i don't know if i can but a lot of it is we hold our traumas and our wounds in like our hips and in our vulva and if you don't heal it then you're not gonna feel it this is gonna sound 
fucking insane. And uh, I feel like, okay, so when I, I think it was around like when the pandemic first started, yeah. I started like uh, having pain during sex. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm so sorry, Brian. I know this <laughs> this stuff all like uh, freaks you out. But uh, freak me out at all. I'm- He's just oh, you're, he's yeah. like I'm, I'm he's like I'm ignoring you. It's yeah. fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, um, he did take his headset off of one. Like, we're good. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, like I at one point started having pain during sex, and then like uh, what kind of pain though? Just like pain. burning or it was I it wouldn't enter me without pain. You know, like no yeah. one could enter me without pain. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it was, and I thought that something was wrong. Um. But nothing was wrong medically. Is this when you were on the antidepressants that didn't let you come? Yeah. Okay. Um, so there could be a connection to that. Uh, m- maybe, but I was on them for a long time after that. But okay. um, no, I it was it was psychological. I think because I went to um, a hypnotherapist, which I never thought to go to or would never um, think to go to, yeah. but. I, I ended up going to one and telling her what was going on. And I swear to God, she did a thing for like an hour. And the next time I had sex, no pain. Wow. I was, it was, I, I don't, I Who's don't know. the hypnotherapist? Do you like her? She's fucking incredible. She's also my regular therapist now. Oh, um, text me her. Her oh, name is, her name is Barbara Carey. She's uh, Keith's the, mom. <laughs> no, I would never let Keith's mom be my fucking therapist. I, I know. I, I don't let, think anyone. I let Keith's mom be a uh, a lot of things, but not not my therapist. <laughs> She's great, dude. Uh, Keith Carey's mom. When I when I met her for the first time, she uh, and Keith was there, and she was like, "Let me show you my chest full of sex toys." Like my, I love her. and then um keith and tom said they were like walking down the hall and they just hear me go whoa and it chokes you too and they're like okay i'm leaving uh wait what toy is this i don't know she had a bunch of crazy stuff she had like restraints on her bed keith's mom's a freak i just got this thing and i don't even know why because you know i've been celibate for way longer than i want to admit but i tell the world it's been like over three years and uh i saw this thing on etsy and it was like this pussy clamp and I was like, why do I want to order that? And so I did. And I don't even know how it works. I need to look at the picture because they didn't send any instructions. They just sound like it, it's like Is that what it was pieces. called? The pussy clamp? Yeah. It doesn't even sound And uh, it like pleasant. clamps like your lips open. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't know why I ordered this. Late night Etsy shopping. Look, I'm even sober. I'm not even fucking doing I've anything. ordered stuff that then I just like never use and I was like, I don't know why I ordered this, but like I'm I, hoping I get to use it someday. Like I don't know. Maybe it just like I get self conscious about being boring in bed. So I think like sometimes I'm like, maybe I should like do something wild and order something crazy and yeah. watch porn and try one of those things that they do. But yeah. um it's never been like I I don't know I I'm I think that was something I thought when I was younger but now I'm I'm like eh, if I'm having sex with them I think they're good well, <laughs> like right. I don't think they you're need... in a good healthy relationship right like you and Effie I well love. not even not even just in my relationship just in general I think nobody needs no one needs all that if you like it great right but I don't think anyone's gonna leave you because you're like having regular sex well and what's regular set like even to just like well without any without any of the bells and whistles i think the things that could happen more is sex between a man and a woman no i'm just kidding oh my god (laughs) but like communicating like i think people feel very like oh once we're having sex it should just be like moans and breathing and like whatever like i don't know like i want to communicate like Okay, I don't need you to go deep right now. I was watching this video yesterday of this Instagram guy. It's like Cram Fraser, Cam Fraser, so I don't know. He, I don't know what his Instagram is, but someone had asked him like, "What about shallow sex, or is it always about like going deep?" And he's just like, "No, you gotta ask your partner." Like a lot of women don't just want to be rammed like deep and fast. Like that's not necessarily like the sex that they're fucking looking for. You know, he was like, "Switch it up." Yeah, you can switch it up. You can do like shorter strokes, like pull it out. The thing I do remember about sex when I. I have a memory about sex. Is this reminds me of when I did a podcast with, do you know Malik B? 
Yeah. I did a podcast with him once and he just spent the entire podcast just uh, explaining how to give a blowjob in detail, like in excruciating detail. I'm like, Malik. I mean, I'm very good at it. I don't need that, that one. I'm a I'm pro, pro blow. You um, showed me a video one time. Now. I did. And I, I was impressed. <laughs> Yeah, because that was a pretty big dick, right? I was impressed. I was like, how the fuck? God, he had such a nice... I do. I miss that dick. Whenever women miss a man... If they have a good day, we're not like necessarily missing the person. We're like, I miss, just one part I of miss them. that fucking dick. I've never um, had that. I've never missed some like just someone's dick. Really? Yeah. Maybe I just, I don't know. Maybe I just, I mean, I do miss him too, like to a point, but like the missing him is kind of like a, okay, whatever. Like I'm in acceptance that he's gone, but mm-hmm. I don't know that I'm in full acceptance that I'll never get that dick again. You know what yeah. I mean? Didn't you get like into tantric? I would like to, uh, that's what I would love to get more into, like, have a partner that knows more about Tantra. and That's, like, the thing where you can, like, fuck for hours, right? It's not even, it's, like, breathing together. It's, like, I mean, it's not even with Tantra. I think it's not even just about sex. Like, it could be just, like, touching each other's body, like, breathing together. Like, you can have orgasms through breath work. Like, that is possible. You can have, like, cosmic orgasms, like, full-body orgasms without necessarily having to have penetration and stuff. And uh-huh. that's, like, stuff that I'm interested in, too. Yeah. But as I, I actually say- believe that because I've been meditating before and, like, felt stuff that I was like, oh, okay. What <laughs> like, did you feel? You know, you know, the stuff that you feel. I don't need to get like into detail tingles? about the things you that I feel. tingles in your mingles? Yeah. Yeah, just uh, from meditating. Did you ever stop? I've had to stop meditating before to go masturbate because it got very, like, I was like, oh, I gotta, there's something happening here that I have to connect with myself for. There's lots of stuff that people would say like that that I'd be like, yeah, fucking right. And then now that I'm getting more into, now that I've become desperate enough in my depression to just be like, fine, I'll try all this fucking spiritual shit. And I'm like, all right, maybe I... Maybe I kind of get it. Well, and that's something that I'd offer you. Maybe you had to get to the depths of the depression because to get you to this place. And we always, there's so many things of a victim mentality because society teaches us to be in victim mentality where we're thinking that everything's happening like to us, to bring us down and to kill us and to, to make us sad. And it's like, no, it's trying to show you something so that you do something different so that you can experience life in a better, like more amplified way that you can up level. Like the universe is here to up level us. Like nobody, it's not against you. The energy of creation and life and whatever you want to think, God's source, whatever it is, spirit, or if you don't believe in anything, but you can't not believe in energy. Like energy is tangible. Like it's proven, like there's energy, there's frequencies, you know? Um, so in anything like that, it's like, just know that it's not against you and that it's trying to work for you. So when you continue to see a pattern of like something that's going on in your life that's making you feel depressed and this and that, it's like stop and go, okay, what is this trying to teach me? Like what is what do I keep on doing? What is the opposite thing that I could do? And what if I tried that and see what the results are, you know? But so many, we're so, we have the same thoughts every fucking day. Like most people have the exact same thoughts every day. We're just stuck in this loop and we get very comfortable in our sadness. We get comfortable because it's like... I'm in this place where I'm like uncomfortable with how much energy I have and I'm still not being as productive as I could be. Like I, I'm not great with I time mean, we're all judging and... ourselves for that. I think that's that's been a through line of like everyone I talk to is they're sad because they don't feel like they're doing enough. And they think they should. We think we should be somewhere yeah. else. And, and I think, think the pandemic really like brought that out because we weren't really allowed to do anything. Right. And then now things are like kind of coming back but we're used to not doing stuff or being around people and it's just it's it's all like and and stuff isn't completely back so you feel like oh i'm not doing enough i'm not you know but it also the other side of that and what to be grateful for is how many people tapped into like okay how else can i make money what can i create what passion do i have that i've not like only focused on for (laughs) for a long time and then being able to to do that but that's what i love about everything hurts like even the name of it is just so great but like everything hurts if you continue to focus on the fact that everything hurts like Mm -hmm. when i first told you that i wanted to come on your podcast to december 14th to january 14th was a major low for me i was just i was super depressed 
I was disconnected from somebody that I really care about. And we, it, it, I wasn't like, there was no ability to talk to them and I wasn't handling it well. And I was fucking sad and I didn't want to leave my place. And I mean, thank God for having like ecstatic dance and having, you know, my tribe and like times that I do have things to do, but I can very much end up being a hermit. Like I can very easily like not leave my place and be very like depressed. And it was really, really, really fucking hard. And I've just started like, I'm not going to lie. I did reconnect with the person and we got to hang out and like things have felt like up and, and I don't like to outsource my energy that way. You know what I mean? That you're, you're, mood is dictated by someone else's presence or non-presence it's the hardest part of being human it's so fucking that was my next question for you what you thought uh you know the hardest part of being alive was really i mean it's one that's one of them love is fucking beautiful and horrendous you Mm -hmm. know like caring about other people wanting i i've been the same as you where it's like i don't want to have ties to like any but like fuck it if i don't trust anybody and i don't care about anybody then everything will be more simple right no yeah (laughs) no it's not we need people in my current relationship he's always like i am not trying to hurt you (laughs) i am not against you we're not at war because i'm constantly like with everybody even if they're like my friend or my boy i'm like it, it I have this expectation that it's going to eventually be me against them. <laughs> you know, not so. a created story because you don't have expectations, remember? So mm-hmm. not an expectation, but you're creating a story that at some point in time, good has to turn bad. And what bad looks like is that they're going to go against you. They're not going to be your friend anymore, whatever. And I've had that as well. And the hardest part, really, this is probably the hardest part of life is just loving yourself so much that you're like if this person is in my life awesome if they're not in my life awesome to find the balance to be able to say literally anything that happens to me awesome and i mean that seems to be the answer to everything but i don't know how to fucking <laughs> i don't like, i'm still working on it too that. i mean i yeah. can say that like <laughs> since i've started this year in therapy journey and why i say that like my mental and emotional ability like stability is is amplified and at a place that I don't know that I've ever experienced it is when I have been experiencing disappointing moments like over this last 12 days Mm -hmm. it just flows off of me yeah it just it bounces right it's like it's not I'm not absorbing it I'm not taking it in I'm not obsessing over it I'm not letting it control like my mood I'm like oh okay I really (laughs) wanted this didn't happen cool what else can I do and like I, I move on I move forward I like you know everyone's always like it's just the next step and one step at a time i move forward but like that doesn't hit when you have something that's not right and i don't know if it's because like like i said in the urine or urine there's enzymes there's hormones there's minerals vitamins antibodies stem cells like things but there's hormones and enzymes that your body needs and can utilize and i don't know if that's what's been because even like i just had my moon cycle i'm that hippie that just fucking calls a period a moon cycle and like even during that it was like i felt very balanced and like wasn't letting my head go run off and run amok and like create all these crazy stories you know well even i i will say i feel like even if you love yourself heartbreak whether it's a friendship or um, a relationship or whatever i think losing someone it's going to be hard either way. It's going to be hard. It's, and it's not to say that the hardness won't be there, but it's what, how do you then process it? That's where it starts becoming a difference. How can you find gratitude for the fact that they were in your life and also gratitude for the fact that they left because somehow that is empowering you. I have a really good friend who, um, it's been a year since she had like someone she thought was her best friend, like kind of went off on her and like totally stopping friends with her and like blamed her for all this shit and she was like wait a minute you were like like everything that you're saying is a projection of like everything that you did to me like I always showed up for you I was always there cut to her and I are having this conversation and like she was like telling me these things that were happening and I'm like okay but can you be grateful for her saying that because it made you have to like go through yourself and go no that's not who I am I have these boundaries now I'm a I like assess your character see Mm -hmm. and remember how you were showing up like we look at pain and we look at things that happen to us as being this like horrid thing but it's like if you try to find 
okay, what can I be grateful for about that? And it's usually hindsight. Like you said, like you might not get this writing job, but then something else, another opportunity comes. Years, that's, yeah. So it can take a while. But I do believe that there's a way that we can get ourselves into the mindset and a practice of like, I feel like shit right now and I'm hurting. What can I be grateful for in that? Oh, the fact that I'm human, the fact that I feel, the fact that I'm not a sociopath that could murder someone because like supposedly sociopaths have no feelings. Like, And if not gratitude... Anger and revenge. Yeah. Look, I mean, I, I've, <laughs> look, I've had a heartbreak where afterwards I, I got, uh, you know, just better in every way just because I was pissed off. <laughs> totally. And I was like, I'm going to become a better comedian than you. I'm going to fucking get hotter. I'm going to go apply to every job I possibly can to be happy to spite you. But then I just got all the stuff and was still sad. <laughs> so- right. But the gratitude is like, thank God that person fucking made you upset and hurt you because of the fact that they, that it, it lit a flame in you for some reason to do what you do. I have a friend who I was having lunch with her one day and she was talking about how she has a tumultuous relationship with her brother. And uh, she's just like, yeah, like he was always abusive, always very like horrid to me. And just like, I was always very meek and timid because of him. And she said, and then one day he just like, push me and this girl is very much like me we're both born on march 1st we're very much the same and she's like out there like you would never know that this was her story in childhood she's very like ex extroverted and and funny and hilarious and like talks about her shit and she's just like and like i was a very meek kid and then like he just did something and i just was like fuck you and like it broke her out of her shell from that point on she didn't take shit from anyone so she's telling me this and i was like cool have you ever thanked your brother and she was like what and i was like have you ever shown the gratitude for him to get you to that point because look at who you are now and she like started bawling we're in a restaurant she like started bawling she was like i never thought of it that way Mm -hmm. you know and we look at the people that are in our lives that are like pushing our buttons and triggering us again to be a victim mentality is like oh they're here they're hurting me you're you're the reason i can't do this you're the reason i'm staying down it's like no they're actually trying to lift you up and help you create a boundary or strengthen your character or amplify and up level yourself somehow some way so that you fucking say fuck you i'm gonna be better than you at this i'm gonna i'm my career is gonna fucking get better than yours faster or whatever it is that like motivates you you know i also think a lot of the anger and frustration and sadness comes from we feel like if a relationship whether it's with our brother or with our friend or with um a significant other if if we don't have a relationship with that them anymore that means we failed in some way or they or they failed in some way and the truth is like no one failed and and um you talked about the story we create and um i remember someone was telling me that they they don't have a relationship with their brother Mm -hmm. and whenever they thought about it they got angry and sad and they were like well why do i get angry and sad and it's like well because i don't have a relationship with my brother and it's like why does that make you upset well because you're supposed to be you're supposed to have a good relationship with your brother it's your brother it's like why why do you have to have a good relationship with your brother why do you have to why do you have to you don't have to talk to your parents you don't have to talk to your family at all if they're if if they don't treat you the way you want to be treated. Exactly. And that family is to teach you to show up and set your boundaries and not allow anybody in that can't respect you. Like it's about self-respect and it's, that's why I have alignment on and then on me. Like not everybody aligns in your life. You know what I mean? Like, not everybody, whether you're they're your brother, your parent, whatever, is supposed they're there as teachers. Every single person is a fucking teacher. Every single person is a guru. Guru means teacher. Everybody that comes into your life is a guru of some sort. Whether they're there to teach you for a short minute, forever, for a long time, whatever it is. But I agree hundred I haven't talked to my oldest sister since twenty thirteen. Like I don't have a relationship with my oldest sister. Mm-hmm. And I've gone through that as well. Now something I did realized because I had a healing in August of last year from this like guy from Germany who does this energy work that I, I couldn't even put words to it but it was a very very one of the most profound like deep healings that I had so much so that even after ayahuasca even after I've done psilocybin no matter what medicine I've done bufo which is the toad 5-meo dmt which I love I fucking love bufo but no matter what I've done I've never felt like I want to connect with with her again 
And after I had the healing with this guy, it was at this place out here called the Hummingbird Temple. And it's this like mansion that they have just a ton of hummingbirds there. It's so beautiful. And after our healing, I was sitting outside. I didn't even ask them. I was there for like two more hours outside sitting amongst the hummingbirds. Just like I was just in another dimension. Like I was just in this place. And it was the time that I thought I'm getting my nose, my septum pierced. Like some spirit told me to pierce my septum. Spirit told me to get a Svetli tattoo. So I got my tattoo from the, the sacred yarn tattoo and spirit told me to reconnect with my sister and I was like what like I don't know about that and when I got home I sent her a message because she has me blocked on stuff and so I sent I have a google voice number and I sent her a message and well first I called her and she picked up and I was like is this Samantha and she was like yeah I was like hey it's Davina and she goes I don't want to talk to you and I was like okay well if that ever changes I'm here she hung up the phone the next day she sent me a message and she was like well what were you reaching out to me for and I know that what she wanted right away was like an apology and this and that and so we talked back and forth for maybe I don't know 10 minutes or something like that and what I realized at the end of that was the conflicts and the things that we don't resolve now I'm not saying that she's going to be a person in my life but my dad didn't talk to his brother for a lot of years my family, this is a pattern. This is a cycle. This is an ancestral cycle. And I think that I was born to break like the ancestral cycles and patterns of my family is like what I think my purpose is a big part of my purpose. It continues to work to show up like it's continued to show up in many instances of my family. So I realize that if I do not heal this now, I'm going to take this to the grave and the next lifetime. Like her and I are never not going to be connected energetically. That doesn't mean that we have to be in each other's lives now. Um, we had a really good convo and I came to that conclusion at the end. I said, look, this is a pattern that shows up in our family and I would love to break that. I was just like, so whenever you're ready to talk, I would love to be able to talk, you know, and um doesn't mean that we'll like talk all the time or whatever but I realized in that moment like all the conflicts from anyone I've ever had I don't want to take this to the grave we don't have to be best friends but like I want to leave this planet like cords cut from all like unnecessary like roughness yeah. you know what I mean yeah I think breaking patterns is really really important um I think that's probably one of the most important things in just staying sane, you know, yeah. that that uh, cliche thing where insanity is doing the same thing over and over, over again. And, and, over. Expect, expect and you don't even realize that there's this really amazing meme where it shows like this old man and he's yelling at this slightly younger dude that you could tell is his son. And that guy's yelling through the door at his like son and that guy's yelling at his son. And then the next one is like showing love to his son and it's just this amazing meme that shows like that's how you break the pattern most yeah. people don't even realize the pattern because we just go well this is how i am i'm breaking the pattern by just not having kids <laughs> me too <laughs> because i think i would also too, just baby. be a terrible parent i'm not having i don't but, know that i'd be a terrible parent but i had this like when i was really high one time i was like what if what if people continue to reincarnate, reincarnate because they had a kid so they leave like a piece of their energy here and yo, I'm done. Like whatever my next, my energy, my soul's next like adventure is, it might be another planet, it might be another experience altogether. It might be nothing. I might just go back to God and be there forever and that's fine. That's what Bufa was like. Um, but I'm, I'm not leaving a trail. <laughs> I'm done with that trail. So that's like one of the reasons I don't want to have kids. Yeah. But I would, if I met a guy with kids, I'd love that. Or maybe adopt someday. Like I'm not against like being able to raise a kid, but I still have some patterns that need to be broken that I see in the way that I treat my friends sometimes. That is my mom. My mom loves very negatively. And so sometimes I think I'm being cute and I'm being a fucking cunt, like a major fucking asshole. Your mom, your mom and you talking to each other is <laughs> hilarious. So I'm fun. glad it's hilarious for all the outside people. For me, I'm literally like she in like a she trigger. like tells Davina she's going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> if uh, she knew I was she, I haven't talked to her about me drinking urine yet. She'd probably disown me. <laughs> Yeah, it's a tumultuous, my whole family, it's a very tumultuous, my dad and I have gotten to a place that's really good, and that happened, like, years ago, and I love my dad to death, and I love my sisters, you know, I mean, they're, 
their teachers. If you look at everybody, first off, if you see God in anything, then you see God in all things, like whatever you want it, source, spirit, whatever. So like if you're somebody who says that you believe in God or something bigger than this and then you treat people like shit, like that's not aligning. That doesn't match up, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm really doing my best to step into like being the nicest, most loving version of myself. And dude, my shadow side, Davy J, uh, I have names for for my like the my most I have loving. no idea what the fuck half the words in that sentence you just said was your shadow side yeah is named Davy J what is your shadow side oh uh, it's your like, like the, the, the dark little, side the of you. dark side the shadow You've the things that her. like to be I've named her the things that like to like you know like to be a fucking dickhead sometimes sure. or like to show up and like do that and sometimes I'm like hey Davy J is out to play I can't hang out with my friends because like my friends can't handle like the, some of my tribe sure would not be able I don't even want them to see like that side not that I hide from them like I'll tell them like yo I'm kind of being a dick today are you sure you still want to hang out I don't I even acknowledge, acknowledge that that side exists and then uh you know you live with someone and they're like you're, you're a fucking a bitch yeah. like what are you doing and that's how you can start becoming aware because you start figuring that like you start seeing that but like when i'm the most loving amazing self i call it dove love my family calls me dove that's nice uh that's my uh, <laughs> i love you but i'm poking. that's my um dove love is, is my nickname with my family they call me dove so i'm like oh dove love is like the most loving like when i cannot like i you could tell me you killed someone and i'll be like not a good decision to make but let's talk about your feelings right now you know like can hold space for anything i feel like i have so many friends that i could just be like i murdered someone and they'd be like all right let's uh let's bury it <laughs> well not even that no the most of my friends would be like all right you're on your own with that but uh, <laughs> but I'm, i won't tell me. anybody but right. like fucking take care of that yourself like, no i'm gonna pretend i didn't know about this and if anyone asks me i didn't know about right. it you're on your own and i'll snitch on you in a second if if i'm about to get in trouble right. but uh but no they judgment. also they also yeah no <laughs> they judgment. also wouldn't care um you do have a podcast where you talk about a bunch of hippy dippy stuff but you talk about it naked do you want to yeah. plug that you want to plug that naked and serious uh it's been in hiatus for more years than it should be which is why i want to talk to brian Vokey, who wants nothing to do with me i love him um he's so good at just ignoring i'm just like i feel like his mother right now he's like i can ignore you like you're my mom and i don't care what you say um that's how it is with my mom though when i ignore people um I, it's called Naked and Serious Podcast because we're naked uh, and it is on Patreon and I'm putting them up on OnlyFans right now. Um, and then my goal this year is to get more episode shots. So yeah. that is what I'm working towards. Yeah. I don't know if Brian could produce that as a good Christian man. I don't think he wants titties all up in here. Catholic you know? too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think he can produce it. You don't have to be in a room. You uh, can hit record and leave. Um. But then you have to edit it and give me the ones. Is there anything else you want to plug? Um, just you can follow at the smallest fat girl is my Instagram. I also have at empowerment, M-P-O-W-E-R-M-E-N-T underscore. And that is like an empowerment guide. Like I feel like I'm really good at helping people like figure some shit out in their life and empower them to know that they don't need anybody else like the whole goal is that you are self-sufficient and take care of yourself and and get through your shit you know yeah yeah and drink your pee and if anybody wants to talk about urine therapy you can hit <laughs> me up on at the smells fat girl or at empowerment and then there's also at naked and serious um has its own instagram as well so all right yay so well fun. thank you so you. much for being on the podcast and attracting for... a probably a, a whole new listenership <laughs> um you have a you very too. you have a very different community um <laughs> but uh i'm excited thank, thank you, you thank for you for allowing me to be on after i bugged you about it <laughs> all right <laughs> this has been everything hurts everything hurts everything hurts fucking life sucks everything hurts oh.